Hey, welcome to Touch by Prayer. I'm hoping that we have uh, <laughs> that we have everything up and running. Um, I'm so excited. It is going to be a power-packed hour because I have the prophet John Natalie in the house, and he has been having prophecies about Trump, and he's been having prophecies about what's been happening in America. He has been doing and has been sharing these incredible words. And so I don't want to waste any time, but I'd like to bring up John because um, he has a lot to share, and I, I really want to bring him up. So without further ado, I'm going to bring up John Natale. So John, let's get you up here. Welcome to Touch by Prayer. How are you? Up. Oh, hold on one second. Hold on. There we go. All right. How Hi, are Lisa. You? Okay. So lots going on. That's right. Lots going on. That's You've correct. Been, you have been sharing stuff and been um, telling, you know, um, telling people you've been having uh, different, I guess, dreams. You've been having different encounters and also in your prayer time. So you've been mm -hmm. hearing things in many different ways. And some of these prophecies have gone all the way back to 2016. 2016. That's correct. Come first day on. December 1st. December 1st. Okay. So I, I'm just telling you, I am Trump ready. Wait, here's my Trump. Somebody sent this to me and it came in the mail today. So we know that God's timing is so perfect because I, I he even gave me a jacket to wear to represent. I'm just saying. It's a nice jacket. Isn't too. it a nice jacket? It's really nice jacket. I got it from uh, Andrew Joy Moody. So yeah, so I am just super, super excited. Um, so let's, let's start sharing some, mm -hmm. some of the things that, let's start with your first word because the right. most recent word. Because that's the one that you just released. But now you're saying that this actually is something that has been built upon since the first words you got in 2016? Four, almost four years. Wow. Come on. Almost four years, man. Come on. I mean, come on. As you say, come on, God. Come on. Come on. Come on. Yeah, that was uh, August 30th. Wow. And so you, the latest word was August 30th. Okay. So, and you and I have been friends since 2015. I think that was the first time you came on Touch by Prayer. Yeah. And so, um, so you have shared stuff and, and you've been very, very accurate, but you also really carry the heart of the father for our country. And also, um, being a, um, a minister, I'm going to say minister to the police association. Are you still, are we still doing yep. that? Okay. USLEO. Yep. Okay. So, you know, so you, you've been on the front lines, especially what's been yep. going on with the police yep. officers. Okay. So why don't you go ahead and why don't you share the latest and then we're going to kind of backtrack a little bit. How about that? All right. So the latest word was released. Um, what's that? But was that nine days ago, August 30th? And that was the, uh, the word regarding uh, Trump and Pence and the, uh, what is taking place regarding these years and what's going to take place regarding um, the next several years with him. So um, the significant thing about it is, is it talks about, and there's also a word on July 15th as well. July 15th word regarding, you know what? I'm going to go back to July 15th real quick. Let me go to the July 15th. That's most important. And uh, the July 15th word is, um, talks about deception, talks about delusion, and um, how it's causing a uh, significant disturbance in the land. But it also talks about, um, it says that the, the individuals and, and 
the party that's bringing disunity to the nation. They still believe that they can, their agenda shall come to pass, but they have been, not been given authority to accomplish this. For in its time they shall govern, but not in this season or, in a, or a season ahead. And that was on July 15th of this year. So we got a lot of questions regarding that, regarding what does that mean? Was, you know, what does this season or next season mean? Uh, it says, for my plans that are in place now continue until I say they're complete. So a lot of people were wondering, you know, is the first term the first season and then the next term is the second season? And what that actually means is it's um, the president in his season, whether it's, you know, this, this four years or the next four years, those, that entire tenure that he's in office is a season. And then the next season is the next president. But the word of the Lord spoke that very clearly. He says, they shall not, they have not been given authority to accomplish this for in its time they shall govern, but not in this season or the season ahead. So the plans that are in place now continue until I say they're complete. And then you have the August 30th word, which is talking about um, who the next person will be. Um, he's in a high place of authority. He's second in command. He loves his country. He loves justice. Um, and watching the days and months ahead, um, the peace that surpasses all understanding. So um, it talks about, obviously, Mike Pence. And, you know, the vice president now, he will continue the tenure and it's interesting because it says that what will come about of the trumpet when it's put down? What will, what, will, what, t- what will take place in the next season? It says the trumpet shall be heard much louder in its next season. It'll resonate with the sound of peace and prosperity, not, in, not, in th- not just in this nation, but in the nations of the world. It will bring comfort, hope, and justice. It will finish its course. It will finish well. And um, it says that also what will happen when the trumpet is put away? and it's completed assignment, it'll be brought back and stewarded again into a very familiar hand. And this man has been filled with integrity and honor and he seats in the second command of this nation. I've had so many questions regarding that. So many people have asked me, what is the second in command? And that's interesting because we spoke on that regarding um, Pharaoh and Joseph. And Joseph was the second command of all of Egypt. And that is, uh, the second command is the vice president. Because the president is the commander of chief and the vice president holds the second in command. So that's what that word represents. It's the person that's in second command will pick up the trumpet and continue the work. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> I'm just trying. I gotcha. to, yeah, I'm just, just making sure that we are live and we are up and running. We are. And we are we are good to go. Okay. So there that's a that's a very interesting word because a lot of people have been feeling that it's going to be a um, it's going to be more years of Trump. And, and a lot of people have been believing that his children are going to rise up to the occasion. And there have been right. people who have been questioning whether or not our vice president is is going to go the long run, right. Take, you know, because there there has been. There has been a lot of stuff. There has been a lot of backstabbing in the Oval Office. There has been a lot of um, confusion. There has been a lot of people who have known things that have not been forthtelling in what they have right. known. So 
So I think that's very, very interesting. I think that's very interesting well, because I believe yeah. that there's there are certain things that um, that God wants to do, correct? That's and correct. So sometimes, um, but it also takes doesn't it take agreement sometimes with people? And, and well, I'm you know, kind of putting this out there, trying right. to kind of. It it does take agreement. Um, you know, some of the words that we released regarding. Um, these next four years, the next mm -hmm. four years of Trump, um, is we spoke on this word and it was a, it was a Joseph word, uh, out of oh, the book yeah. of Genesis and, um, was that would be four years. The first four years of the, the Trump tenure right. was about cleaning, Come preparing. On. It Come wasn't on. about abundance. Mm -hmm. It was about exposure because what you've seen in this first tenure coming to a close is the, a, a great spirit of deception and delusion came on the nation in this <laughs> at uh, this finale of the first tenure. Hello. And so, and that's <laughs> basically it was, but it was, it was spoken into existence, not just by believers, but by the president himself mm -hmm. when he said he was going to drain the swamp. Oh, Meaning yeah. that and that's a very, very, um, very serious word to say. Um, so what happens is all this stuff comes out and you've seen the exposure. So many things have been exposed been exposed, but the Lord has been speaking about that for several years as well through many prophetic voices of how there'd be exposure of wickedness. That's mm -hmm. in the first, the first term. The second term is the term of, of abundance and plenty and blessing yeah. and peace. And you saw that in the beginning, actually not the beginning, just a few weeks ago when the, uh, the treaty was made in the Middle East. Come on. That, that was, was a huge. signpost, signpost, historical. Yes. But I've been prophesying about this even regarding the for several years regarding the relationship between Trump and Netanyahu. Mm -hmm. Because the more and more he honors Israel, the more favor he actually gets with God because yeah. he's honoring the land. So the next four years will be filled with blessing his second term. Then after that, you're going to experience some a, a significant shift in the spiritual realm. And a lot of people asked me this question. They said, well, if Vice President Pence is the president, how could there be warfare or how could there be a famine? Because I had actually released a word about that. After Trump is finished with his tenure, there will be some significant stuff that we've not experienced yet, but we will when he leaves office. And the significant part about that was, and I said this, I'm going to say it very clearly, is that when Pharaoh put Joseph in place, Okay, he took off his signet ring, he took off his ring, gave it to Joseph, and he directed the people to go to Joseph. He said, and Joseph was a representation of the voice of God. It wasn't just second command. The only thing that was higher than Joseph was the throne. Come on. So Pharaoh directs all the people to Joseph and says, you need to go to him. That is a symbolic manifestation of, of go to him because he has an understanding of um, Wisdom, discernment, revelation of the Father, and he carries the heart of God and the voice of God. So he's actually, that's an actual signpost, of, a gauge of even when there's struggle in the land, which there will be, when, you're, when your source is the Lord and your trust is in the Lord, there is no, there is no struggle because your, your, your source is God. Man is not your source. So there could be hardship and there will be. But when you're trusting the Lord and you're hearing the voice of God, there is no struggle because he's your provider. 
as long as you're remaining. So there's, there should never be a place where you're, where you're absolutely in a place of f- physical duress as a spirit-filled believer. There's always going to be your times of hardship. There's always going to be seasons of this and seasons of that. But it, even in the time of when there was a famine in Egypt, those that went to Joseph lacked nothing. Come on. Because he was a man that was hearing the voice of God and directing and through visions, through dreams, and through discernment and wisdom, told Pharaoh, this is what we need to do. And Pharaoh trusted him. Yes. And that's the whole thing. And Pharaoh recognized that he carried something more that he didn't have. And that mm-hmm. was wisdom in a time of struggle. So it doesn't matter whoever, just because you have a, a president that might believe in God or serve God as his right. savior, doesn't right. mean you're not going to have struggles. Because right. even Jesus said, in this world, you'll have struggles but, and trouble, but behold, I have overcome the world and rejoice. So Trump is the representation of the next four years of the church blossoming and expanding and seeing the greater glory in this next term. And then that window is going to shrink in 2024, but you'll still have a man of God in office to, to help direct the troops. That's, that's good. I'm going to, if I may, can I share something that the Lord showed me today? Um, I was doing a, a periscope where it was, it was basically about that we're in a halftime season, right? Or a halftime moment right now that we're in halftime, mm-hmm. just like in a football game. And so I, I actually saw Jesus coming in, like trying to pump people up and getting them excited again about, come on, we can do this. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. But what I did see is when everybody took the field again, I, I saw President Trump and I saw him like our quarterback. I saw him as the quarterback of the team. And right. so what is the church's responsibility or what are believers' responsibility is to protect the quarterback, right? That's correct. Right, because we want to get, we want to give him, like after halftime, we want to get that second half done. And if you really think about it, aren't we really in a halftime moment? Because the first half is done. We're just waiting. We're in right now. We're just regrouping. What makes the team ourselves. is the second half. That's right. Not Thank the first. You. Yes, that's exactly it. It's how you, it's how you, you could be actually leading in the first half, but it doesn't matter. When you get into the second half, you keep the tenacity. Or you might not be leading in the first half and you don't give up. But right now, he's not, not leading. He's leading. Yes. The, the key here right now in the second half, in the second tenure, is to remain. And I've said this many, many times about the president. I said, it's super important just because people are praying, just because, you know, they're, they're, they're standing in the gap for him. He's still a person. Yeah. And he still has a will and he still has to make the right choices. Yes. And even though God has created this platform, and I've said this many times, Lisa, throughout all the prophetic words that, I, that we speak, all of the videos that we release, our ministry, we're not here to endorse man. That's right. We endorse God. That's right. So I'm going to speak about this person, whoever's in office, whoever's in office, the next person, who's ever, never, whoever's in office the next season, yeah. whether or not it's a Democratic president, Republican president, we're going to release the word of the Lord for the body of Christ and for all people in our nation so that they have hope. So all of the words that we release isn't just for certain people groups. It's for everyone to grab a hope to know that, that God is just using this person right now. To give him the glory 
so we can bring in unity and love and peace and camaraderie and that people, because at the end of the day, man doesn't dictate your destiny. This nope. president doesn't dictate who you're going to be. Nope. Okay. Never did, never will. That's right. But what you can see all the stuff that's going on. I've never seen more hate, more anger, more bitterness, more disunity ever mm-hmm. in my entire life as a believer ever. Well, and I've never seen in a situation where I've seen the church right now so shrink back and literally separate into two groups, just like just like our government. But, but literally two groups. When we look at scripture, it says that there is going to become a great shape, uh, shaking that's going to separate the wheat from the tear. That's or, correct. You know, or the sheep from the goats. I'm just saying. So we're I believe that we're in this place, you know, and there are. If we if we truly can get um if we can get a hold of the what our responsibility is, it's to be on the playing field. Sorry. We're not supposed to be sitting on the bench. We're not bench warmers. That's not what we're supposed to be. That's we're right. supposed to be out there. We're supposed to be speaking the good news. We're supposed to be bringing hope. We're supposed to be bringing encouragement. We're supposed to be speaking truth. But we're also supposed to be saying that is evil and that is good. That's right. Because you stand up for righteousness. That's right. Um, and you're not politically correct. You're biblically correct. Come on. Okay. So those that are biblically, I mean, those that are, want to, you know, ride the fence of politically correct is the ones that want to be accepted. Okay. And you see so many ministries and churches right now, ministers that I've seen and I've heard ministers, you know, speak in such negative words regarding a president. And as a man of God or a woman of God, you cannot speak negative words towards someone that's in the highest level of authority nope. because now you're just now you're coming against what Romans 13 is now literally manifesting. Okay. Um, because you you cannot come against the authorities in place, whether or not you voted for that person or not, you've got to be praying for that person. And just like whoever's in office, whether or not you voted for that person or not, you're supposed to be praying. Hey, I'm going to go to this word in 12, one. Yeah. It's a 12 one, 16. This is almost four years ago. Come on. It says, and yes, you'll see in the years to come a Trump that shall sound for the next eight years. And they will say, how do we remove this Trump? <laughs> and they will say, we must come together and dismantle the power. But it shall not be so, for not only will the sound carry for eight years, but it will carry eight more. A new day has come, and you will see a great transition come forth as the house called white is filled with righteousness and power. And then I'm going to share one more thing with you, Lisa. This is on 1224. 1224. All right, this is actually, this is actually about prophetic voices because the Lord already spoke to me as well that you can see the people that are surrounding the president, the, the evangelistic advisory board. But, but what I know what God wants to do, he wants to bring in very serious prophetic voices yep. into that building into yep. that place called white and speak prophetically yeah not okay it's not about just laying hands on them and yep. shundala shundala okay <laughs> um anybody can do that yeah okay but i'm gonna really let me show you this word this was on december 24th this is christmas eve come on a prop a prophet shall be invited to the house called white and will be used to speak over the president and share the words that will be given to him that focus on the next 12 years because nobody's done that nope Nobody has the courage enough to do that. All right. Great mysteries will be released and divine visitation shall take place in the white, in the house called white. 
And it's super important, Lisa, that we understand that what God wants to do in, in this presidency, okay, is he wants, to, he wants to bring in people that are bold enough and not afraid, okay, because the president isn't afraid. That's right. But he wants to bring in spiritual leaders that are not afraid as well to, to balance that out and to line it up. Yep. Okay. So it can hit the media. So it can hit the airwaves. Okay. And you can go back to all these words. Because let me tell you something. These words go all the way back to Kim Clement. Yep. Years ago. Yep. Where even Clement, Kim, Kim Clement said, and he even prophesied and said, they will say impeach. Yep. Impeach. Yep. Twice. That's right. And they did that. For, okay. Impeach, impeach. And okay. But he prophesied but it will over the. Be so. Okay. So even this was, the, <laughs> this was a, one of the other words that we released. This was on the. Um, I'm sorry. Let's see. This was um, 112 18, Lisa. Mm -hmm. 112 18. I'm going to go to that. Not to the last one I'm going to share. 112 18. Okay. And this is right here. Let's go. Come on, God. 112 18. Where are you? There you go. Okay. It says, oh, how they seek and they search for clues that will never be found. For in the days ahead, an unexpected turn of events shall come and disrupt the plans that continually try to bring down a president called Trump. For have you not heard the words before, this man shall hold his office for eight years, for what has been put in place spiritually cannot be removed naturally. Come on. And we spoke about this several weeks ago that... If they would only listen to the prophetic voices that have said, you cannot remove him. It's physically impossible to remove nope. someone that's been placed in spiritually. Yep. Because natural, mm, natural weapons have no, have no strength over spiritual authority. That's right. And then you see the delusion. We, pr we spoke on deception. We've spoken on delusion. We've spoken about the Speaker of the House. We've spoken on... Many, many people. Can we about go how back to the Speaker of the House? Come on. I, because you just talked about that. And I want to talk about that because I, I might have something to add to that. But go Come ahead on. and let's just talk about that. Because <laughs> they're, okay, so this is the thing that's so exciting. I mean, if, you're, if, you, if you are like, if you're following along the prophetic words, mm -hmm. and you are seeing, you are starting to see the Haman's right. are getting, they're going to get undone. And the Lord talked to me about Haman. Right. And, and he said that we're going to have a bunch of people who are going to suffer the same fate as Haman. Oh, heck yeah, right. they are. Right. And, we, you know, people say, well, that's not God. That's not. Oh, yes, it is. You got to go back and you have to understand that God will tell somebody to do something. But then there comes a point of your rebellion, of your hardening your heart that he can't get in, that you are left to your own demise. That's correct. Sorry. Well, you see, it's a. Uh... Well, Haman was all about deception. Yeah, he was. And this whole thing over the course of the last um, 60 days, 90 days, has mm -hmm. been about significant deception and delusion. And how that, that, that literally, but I, I want to say this. I'm going to say it very clear. This is for the record. Go ahead. The deception and delusion that's coming from the other side mm -hmm. in this nation mm -hmm. is not just... The focus is not the unbeliever. No. The focus is the believer. That's right. Because the, the word of God says in the last days, be not deceived. That's right. Okay. Be not deceived. But it also says that even the, the, elect, the elect will be deceived. 
That's right. Meaning that the elect, meaning that those that are hearing the voice, mm -hmm. those that are putting their trust. So this great spirit of deception and delusion is not because if the, mm, come on, if the enemy can get the body of Christ in a place of confusion. That's right. And, and bewilderment and not sure what's going on. Okay. They, he can cause them to, he can, he can create a platform. Now, all of a sudden, I'm not sure. I don't even well, know what to believe anymore. That's the Tower of Babel. Right. Tower of Babel, they were building something. And the Lord said, with this, there is nothing that they can accomplish. So what happened is he brought in confusion so that they couldn't communicate. So what happens when you have strife, when you have um, you have anger, you have division? You know, when you start to separate and you're not unified, you stop building together. Right. You stop. And so... What happened is because uh, what the Lord really showed me, he talked to me so much about the Tower of Babel and how uh, the enemy really uses it <laughs> for That's him. Right. He does. He uses it. Look at all the agendas. They all speak the same language. They all mm -hmm. do the same thing. They all have the same. Nobody has is stepping out of ranks. They all are in one accord. But the Lord said that at Pentecost, we got our language back. We got one language. We are able to communicate in here from the Father. We are able to do things that are much more powerful than the witchcraft that they're doing. And I'm going to call it what it is. It's witchcraft. Sorry. Right. I'm sorry. No, I'm, it is. I'm getting heated. Sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, and if you go back to the word on the 15th of July, yep. it said this great, the great spirit of deception, delusion that's causing significant disturbance shall be dealt with in the coming days. Come on. And we had been speaking about this for a while. Meaning that, uh, and then this, it says, the people that shall see a quick justice come forth and I shall silence the voices of those that come to divide and bring disunity. Come on. So that's how you can see where, when you have people that are actually promoting disunity, okay, you got to see there must be something that the enemy is aware of that he know he doesn't have the blueprint though, but he's aware that something significant is coming. So what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to attack not just the president with accusation, which didn't work. And we talked about this as well regarding spiritual attack. You couldn't hit him with all of the, the lies. And then the atmosphere, then, then the enemy, the attack, the atmosphere with the COVID. And that didn't destroy him. Now we're actually, then, then it was, you know, now we're going after this and we're going after that. Now it's, you know, war heroes and this, and you know, lie after lie after lie. Mm -hmm. Um, but it says that when you start, when you, when you see the enemy coming after now the people That's to bring right. disunity, what does the enemy hate? The enemy hates, okay, anything that's made in the image of Christ. So we have to remember this mystery. So what does the enemy try to do? His primary goal, he's not interested in killing you. He's interested in silencing your voice, okay? Okay, and bringing disunity. And if he can bring disunity, he and what happens is what happens with disunity, there's no harmony, meaning that there's no interaction. Okay, so when you have, when, when believers, and we've all been there because I have, when I have had my bad times and I disconnected from God, all right, and I had my really bad seasons, I became, there was no unity with him and I. There was no, and what that means is there's no connection, intimacy. So if you can break the bond of connection, intimacy is based out of relationship, trust. And if you can break the, the bond of relationship and trust, 
and get in the midst of people where they all of a sudden now hate each other. Yep. Okay. It's crazy. And what does the word of God say? A house that's divided against each other can't stand. That's right. So you're not seeing just a party. You're seeing the manifestation of what's taking place in Washington now manifesting with the actual people now where the enemy is now trying to literally destroy the bonds that have been created that we've been working on for so many years that have been doing so much better. Now it's like we're starting over again and well, we have to rebuild. Well, look at, let's look at what this year, because we're coming into a new Jewish new year, right? Um, but last year, the new year was supposed to be about the mouth. It was supposed to be the year of pay, right? And it was That's supposed right. to be about the power of our mouth. And people were, were prophesying that this was going to be a year that there's no more holding back and there's no more this. And right. you know what's so funny, John, is that, that I have listened I have listened and I have heard that the frequency in which people speak is muffled and shifted and has changed because of what they are wearing, because they well, are look, yeah. muzzled. There is a shift in the frequency, well, so it's not even yeah. the same. They were, they're muzzled spiritually, but they're yeah. also manifested naturally with a mass. Yes, that's right. It's Come on. And then it also, what did the enemy try to do? He went so far in California was to try to keep people from even worshiping. That's it. Well, I was going there. Okay. I'm glad that, that you did. Yeah. And to totally silence your voice. That's right. Because okay, there so. is something that happens when we are unified, when we're praising God together, when we're when we're all praying together, there is something that happens. It shifts the atmosphere as it calls attention. Right. The angels hearken to the word of God. It says where two or more are gathered at my presence. So am I. There's That's so right. many different scriptures. And this is like freaking me out because the, the <laughs> uh, I know I'm sorry. I'm, I'm okay. Getting a little, <laughs> I'm getting a little heated because I can see, I can see the injustice. And because I think one of the things that 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 prophets and prophetic people have a problem with is is injustice. When something is not operating in justice, there is something that that rises up that that uh, um, you know that righteous indignation. That's I, right. I guess, you know? That holy anger. It's that holy anger. And let me yeah. tell you something. Holy moly, is that anger? Right. right. <laughs> you know, and it's you know. Somebody asked me this day, like, what are your thoughts of how do you feel? You know, how do you feel about what's been going on? You know, what is your mindset? And I was like, listen, you know, this either this is either going to drop you down or raise you up. Come on. You know, and and this whole thing since March, since the whole COVID hit and everything that's taken place in Washington, um, our ministry took on a huge shift and focus on the nation. Yeah. You know and the government and the president and not because that's what we wanted, but because it's, it's important right now to be a voice. And there's many prophetic voices out there that are, that are accurate and it's yeah. super important that you're accurate. All right. But it's, it's a, a time right now where people they're hearing so much junk. And so there's so much stuff going out there, like I said, with deception and delusion, and they, they need to hear voices that are bringing truth. Mm -hmm. and accurate information that they can hold on to, but at the same time still still have to go to God and get that confirmation and not just trust man 
Yes. All right, but but pray into the word and believe it. But when God releases these words, this, like you said, this is not about just a person or another person. It's about right. God and what He wants to do in our nation and how He wants to heal our nation and heal. You know, as I said before, somebody said to me, "Can well, can racism can racism end in the nation? Can we pray it out?" You can't pray it out. It's a will thing. It's a mm-hmm. choice. Mm-hmm. And you see how people have promoted it now. They're promoting it more than ever. Then I look at the likes of, you know, Martin Luther King Jr., what he stood for, you know, and Reformation and how he was able to make an impact in a nation and so respected because of his heart attitude and his integrity and his honor. And and but he knew the price. He knew the price. He knew the sake. You know, he knew what he was going for. He knew what he was going after. And he knew that there was a price that, it was gonna, that he was going to pay. Same thing with Abraham Lincoln and what he did in the Emancipation Proclamation. And knowing and the, and the, and the, the risks that he took mm-hmm. to end slavery, knowing that there's going to be a price. Okay. But it was that it's the cutting edge words that came out of these people's voices. It wasn't shallow. It wasn't weak. It was like a double-edged sword that when it, when it was spoken, it grabbed people's attention because it was character and integrity and, and honor. And that was the one thing that MLK was so, to me, was so, was so unique was because of his honor. And he loved unconditionally. And he didn't look at people's colors. He didn't care. But he knew what was needed. And it was okay to share your heart. And it was okay to tell people how you felt. But it came from a heart of you know what? I still look at everyone with unconditional eyes. Okay. And there's no, I don't segregate and I don't segregate here or segregate there. All right. And that's why he was so respected. And that's why the enemy wanted him out so bad because he knew the impact he was going to make. So now we see a system that's in place. It doesn't have any honor in it. Nope. It doesn't have any unconditional love. Nope. It has agendas yep. to divide and to, and to break apart. And but that's coming fear. to an end. And to cause fear. That's, fear. That's, that's how you know it's Well, not that's where the spirit of delusion comes in, too, where that's what's being spoken. And it's absolutely, literally lies day after day, night after night. Every moment of the, of the hour that they speak, is everything is a lie. Mm-hmm. And then what happens is people start to believe these lies, even when they had their right frame of mind, because it, it, just, it must be true. Mm. It must be true. Because, because if you open up the door to it, if you have any type of any reservations or any concerns or you know even anxieties of your own or confusion, you mm-hmm. open up the door to crazy stuff to come in, and then you won't have a clue. Because I've gotten so many, as I said before, you get emails or Facebook Messenger, you know, you know messages regarding you know what's going to happen. You know, is, is he still in office? Is he going to be in office in the next four years? What's right. going to happen in America? They said the Lord has been telling us for the last several years. That's right. For the last 13 years, God has been telling us about our country and our nation. Yep. What, what are we not hearing? Well, that and he's that been was, speaking. That's, that's the other thing, too, John. I really, because I, I do want to go to, because you didn't get a chance to read the, the, the prophecy about Pelosi. So I do want to go back to that. So, um, so I do want to talk about that, but I also I I do want to talk about how um, there was something that that if you really look at when Jesus was tempted by the devil, mm-hmm. he had, the devil had nothing in common with Jesus. 
He had nothing right. in common with him. So he couldn't. So anything that you don't have anything in common with has no effect on you. So right. if you don't operate, if you are outside of fear, then fear can't come in because you have nothing in common with it. But it's right. we have we have connections, we have attachments in some way, some form. So maybe it's not just about like the 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 actual uh, virus. Maybe you weren't afraid of the virus, but maybe you were afraid of a food shortage, or maybe right. you were afraid of having riots, or maybe you were afraid of war, or maybe you were afraid of losing your job or whatever it is. Because if you really look at what happened, we were traumatized. We were traumatized, not once, not twice, but over and over and over. And in that trauma, it builds this like this flight or fight reaction. So we either become really engaged and enraged or we, we, we shrink back and we go and hide. That's right. really what happens when, when, or you freeze. Somebody said, sometimes you freeze. So, right. so that's what's happening. I believe to the church is they're so afraid of being uh, confronted by man. We'll put it that way, as opposed to what God is saying. They're, so they're not doing anything about that. They're they're afraid of being confronted by the government. So they're not doing anything about that. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so all of these things that the that the church, meaning, the, and I'm talking about buildings. I'm not talking about all the people because we're all a part of the church. But some of the church is not necessarily afraid. But I'm talking about the organized buildings and and you know, constructs of religion mm -hmm. that is right now being controlled and monopolized right. by, by the powers that be. That's right. Okay. Sorry. No, it's like I said, it's uh, um, when you talk about the deception, I'm going to go back to the deception and what we yeah. saw over the course of the last several days um, at the salon. Yes, um, please. That was, uh, we, we had released words regarding, you know, like deception, delusion. We had actually released a word regarding her, um, many, many months ago about um, how uh, the president was actually praying for her and um, praying for her. And then he had released a tweet and said that I'm praying for her, um, which was found very interesting. And you can actually see that on our, on, our, on our Facebook archives and our WordPress site. But you see, what we, we, we've been talking over the course of the last several weeks and several months specifically on uh, exposure. Okay, of deception and the exposure um, of, you know, false words and negative words and everything, and accusation um, and exposure of wickedness. Then you saw that a couple of days ago, several days ago in uh, at the salon um, where. When the Lord tells you that it's going to happen. Okay, and people don't realize this. I've said this before. The enemy, it might look like sometimes the enemy is some is winning. A lot of people looked at it and say, oh, he's winning. You know, he's, you know, there's so much and there's so much accusation and so much stuff. But the, the people that the enemy uses, he's actually setting them up also to, to literally implode as well. So it doesn't matter. There's many, many times when the people that are used to come at you, like all the people that are slandering the president and speaking such junk. The enemy's actually setting them up as well. Okay, because he hates them just as much. That's right. And that's what took place several days ago, was that you're speaking all this stuff, 
And then you don't, and you don't think, and what's, and we've released these words as well. Many, many times you can read them about things that are hidden. Behind the scenes will be revealed. God will actually reveal them. Come on. And, ex- and expose you on purpose. And then you'll try to validate yourself of why you did it. And what she, and which, that was a prophetic word that came to pass several days ago when she said, right. you know, I trusted that person. That, you know, only one person could come in. But you just disqualified everything that you've said for the last four years. Yep. About, it, let's just say over the last, you know, five months, March, April, May, June, July, yep. five, six months. And you go in there and then said, I was set up. No, that person didn't set you up. Nope. God is actually setting you up. Yep. He's revealing the wickedness in your heart because you're coming against something that God has put in place for the, for the, for the people of, for, of this nation. God is using this man, not for certain people groups, not just for believers, but for the nation. So the nation can see what's really hidden behind the scenes of what's the darkness and the exposure. And then you see that. And then all of a sudden it's the truth is revealed. And what does the Bible say? The The truth truth will set you free. That's right. You know, so it's pretty crazy that the individual that has spoken so much stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, got exposed and, and was doing something behind the scenes and then said, I got set up and had no idea that, no, you've been, you've, this has been coming for a long time. This is just the beginning um, can I just interrupt for one second? Yeah. Didn't, um, didn't Haman actually say that to Esther? Didn't he say you that he felt that he was set up, that he felt that Esther brought him and he was trying to rectify and fix it? And so that and, the, and, then, and he touched the queen, Queen Esther. Do right. not he, touch he, he started backpedaling. Hmm. Mm-hmm. When his agenda right from the beginning was to not just not to destroy just Esther. No, it was but to, to destroy. destroy a nation. That's right. It That's was right. the people to silence the voice of the people. That's right. So the enemy, the enemy, when he tries to attack a president, is not attacking a man. That's He's right. He's coming against the voice of reason. Okay. People don't realize that. They got to get a hold of that. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna share something. So I was um I was, I was um, doing my makeup in the bathroom. Well, actually not, but for this, I'm going to say that it was for this story. Because you hear so good in the bathroom. I'm just saying, when you take a shower, you hear really well, right? So I was, in the, I was, um, I was taking a shower anyway. And, um, and I heard the Lord say, he said that when Jesus came, he said that everybody thought that he was here to, to um to uh, uh, overturn the Roman rule, right? That's what they all right. thought. They thought that the Messiah was coming to to overturn the Roman rule. And he said, but that's not why he came. He said he came to set the captives free, right? That he, it, he came that's for right. a different purpose. But he said to me, he said, but when my people were in danger of being exterminated, he said, that's when my hand came in and silenced the enemy. That's when that's he right. And so he said, this was back in, this was like back in uh, uh, March. I think he said this to me. He said that just like in Esther, he says he, his hand is going to come in 
And he also showed me that he was going to rip off the masks and he was ex going to expose these people. And he said that he was going to show the um, he was no longer with the righteous be able to hide behind righteous, the unrighteous hide behind righteousness. He says that he is going to pull off their their masks and expose them all. That's right. So, you know, but that's that's the whole thing. It's like when you start. So when you were saying before about like as as you hear something from the Lord and then all of a sudden you get that confirmation, you see it coming forth. It's like, what? What did I just see? What? I wrote a, I wrote something back in 2016 that now is coming to pass. Come on, God. Yeah. Seriously, yeah. it's all and that's, that's really what it is because he is so good. And it says, I do nothing unless I tell my prophets first. So Come he on. tells he tells the prophets first before he does anything. So and yeah. now I do want to ask you a question that there there are some prophets. Um, well, I'm not going to say prophets because there have been individuals who've been having dreams or whatever. And they, there was one in particular who said he was not a prophet. He said he was not a prophet three times. Okay. But yet he, he told his, his dream that he had now these other dreams came to pass. So, and he says, and if they don't come to pass, if this doesn't come to pass, you can come and talk to me after, you know, January is what he said. But then he quickly said, he says, I decree and declare that it's going to happen. And I was like, why, why are there so many prophets or so-called prophets who are prophesying out of the second heaven instead of prophesying from what God is saying? They're, they're prophesying what the enemy wants to do, not what God wants to do. Well, number one is if you're going to release a prophetic word, you can never release it because if, if you're releasing a prophetic word, it's obviously it's either you or it's is the Holy Spirit speaking. Mm -hmm. Okay. If it's the Holy Spirit speaking, it's, it's anointed and it's God speaking. It's not you. But if you're going to release a word on a governmental level and then all of a sudden say, well, if it doesn't come to pass, right. then you're basically wasting your time and everyone else's time. Okay. So, there's a, I'm going to call it, it's, I'm going to call it, it's a risk, a risk that we take. All right. But it's a risk that you have confidence in knowing that if I'm going to release this word, I know it's God because there's ramifications. And if you're going to release a word and give specifics and details about a president or a tenure or years in office or who's coming, it better be accurate. All right. So it's, it's not, oh, if it doesn't come to pass, you can come talk to me. Um, because then you're basically saying, well, I'm not sure if you're not sure, then you didn't, then, then obviously the Holy spirit wasn't operating through you at that moment. So it's either the Holy spirit or it's not. And when the Holy spirit is speaking through you and whether you're speaking, <coughs> excuse me, that word, whether it's one o'clock in the afternoon or one o'clock in the morning, you are 100% confident of that word that's coming forth is the spirit of God because he's telling you first what to say. And you're speaking it and declaring it or typing it or sharing it. And you have to have the confidence and the belief that God is talking to me. And there cannot be any doubt in there. Because if there's any doubt in there, then there's sections of that or maybe all of it that's naturally released and not spiritually released. Come on. That's a good word. And I think that that's one of the things we have to understand because, you know, you, know, you also, besides being you know, having um, your prophetic mantle, um, you also have trained and equipped people 
to learn because I believe that that you know it, we're all called to prophesy but not everybody is called to that place of the prophet and so we we have to really understand especially right now what we give what we speak into and what people come into agreement with becomes like a witchcraft prayer but it's still it still has legs to move because based on what God said, it says that blessings and cursing, both life and death come from our mouth. So blessings and cursing from come from our tongue. So whatever we speak out, there is an authority and there is something that can actually start to shift the heavens. And especially if you're you're coming into agreement with the enemy, <laughs> you know, the enemy's like, cool. All right, now they've come into agreement with it. Now let's get a bunch of people to come into agreement with it and mm -hmm. let's start moving. Because even all of your prophecies, John, like none of them have, a fear base to it at all. That's how right. I know that it, it it's truly coming from the Lord because the Lord, it says that he sits in heaven and laughs. He's not shaking in his boots. Just saying. Well, you have to, you have to gauge all these words also that God's speaking and, and see, you know, a lot of the ways that Lord, Lord speaks through us is it's not about just what God wants to do with a person. Like I said, it's about, his best interest is all mankind. It's the camaraderie of mankind. It's what he wants to do in the country. And it's hope. Okay. And that's, the, that's a serious word. It's hope. There you go. It's, you know, and, you know, it's, it's not about just creating a platform for myself. Because, as I said, true prophetic voices, um, you're, there's a ramification that you're either, it's either God or it's not. So if there's if these words do not come to pass, then they were false. Okay, they were false because this isn't about this isn't about the only way that the come on the only way that this these words don't come to pass the only way that Donald Trump's not going to be president in his second term is if he chooses not to. That's right. That's right. This isn't about man, and I have to pray him into office, and I and the enemy's gonna. It's whether or not he chooses because at the end of the day, said, yeah. the Lord gives you a free will. And if he made a choice in his heart, I need to do this and I'm going to do it and I'm going to believe, then it's already set. Just like the Shunammite woman. The prophet had spoken to her many, many times about a child. Okay? Whether it was a girl or boy, it doesn't matter. The point of the matter is she did never had a child. Okay? But she gave up on the child, but she had to activate something. So the only way she was not going to have a child is if her husband and herself made a choice not to. Even if there's a word. So you can have a word given to you. All right. And if, and if, and, and if you don't activate it, and I'm going to say, Kim Clint used to talk about this all the time, but activating the word. Mm. Okay. If you don't activate the word, it won't come to pass. There's there you something that you have to do. So this president has made a choice. That's right. He made a choice in 2015 to run for presidency. The reason why he won was not just because people voted was because he made a choice to run. He said yes. Okay, he said yes. That's what the word of God says. Who should I send? Who shall we send? Send me, Lord. That's right. Okay, so the most important thing is now he's already made the choice. I'm going to be in there four more years. It's crazy that that guy has more faith than most believers. That's right. Okay, that he has the guy's stamina and his, and his physical condition and his spiritual condition and his tenacity and his is crazy his capacity is 
enormous at 74 years old. Come on. Okay, where the, 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 what this man takes day in and day out, and we get hit not even probably the, 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 the eye of a needle yep. as much as this man's getting hit every day, and we fall apart most of the time. Yep. But this is a guy that's just going to continue and continue and continue and go well into his 70s. Yep. Okay? Yep. And then when it's over, he won't say, look what I did. It was, look what God did in this nation. That's right. Okay? That's right. So God is good. God is good. Okay. So I, I know we're running out of time, but I do want to ask you, um, was there any other words that, that the Lord has been kind of sharing with you, especially in, in light with, um, with the police, because my heart goes out. I, both my, my brother-in-laws are, are retired police officers. And so, you know, there has the Lord been showing you anything about like our military or about our uh, law enforcement or anything? Well, that's all representation. That's all representation of uh, authority. Okay. Okay, and like even like you say, God gave us a platform with our law enforcement organization now to to speak into departments. We actually go next week, next week to uh, to Lacey Township Police Department and speak to the command staff. All right, the crazy thing about it is we're not just going there to speak to them. We're bringing the gospel. Come on. Okay, we're going to bring the gospel, and we're going to and God has given us a platform. Okay, to get he wants prophetic voices in there to give them hope, to know that God is their source, God is their strength. Will this change? Yes. As of November 3rd, when this all comes down and it's finished November, you're gonna see a shifting. It's already starting. Yes, I agree. It's already starting. The dust is starting to settle because people are recognizing their eyes are getting opened to agendas, false agendas. Yep. Okay of bringing and trying to divide people groups. And it's, it's slowly, slowly coming down and the dust is starting to settle. But you're going to see over the next several months, you're going to see literally a complete shift again where it's going to swing in the opposite direction. And you're going to see, you're going to see camaraderie on the streets. You're going to see gentleness on your streets. You're going to see that. You're going to see um, just uh, uh, acceptance mm-hmm. and freedom. And I believe the words of Martin Luther King are representation of reformation. Yes, People say, do we need a revival in the land? No, we need reformation first. Yep. Reformation and a, and a, a restoring of yes. people and the restoring of the, the father's hearts to the children, the children to the father. That's coming right now. We're about to see that and we're going to see some wonderful things take place um, with unity on the streets, with law enforcement. I do believe that. Um, and, I do, and I do believe that's one of the reasons why God has given us that platform oh, I do to too. give him the glory so they can put their trust in the Lord so they can see people the way he does and not allow the things of the enemy to pull them down uh, and cause them to lose hope. So God's got, got, you know, his hands in everything. Yes. Amen. Come on. And he, and he loves our country. That's right. He loves our country. So let me ask you a question. What is it that we can do? Like we're listening, we're, we're hearing these things. We're getting encouraged. We're getting, pumped up, you know, people are saying, yes, this is going to happen, whatever. What is it that, that, the, that we need to do as believers in Christ? What is, what is our job in addition to praying? How can we make the difference? Like, what is it? What could we do boots on the ground style? Well, n- number one is we've got to be proactive 
we've got to be proactive with our voice. We can't be afraid to speak. Huh? Um, you, you can't be, you can't be, uh, you know, into a place of intimidation because that's what the enemy is. Also, that's what he's also trying to do with all these groups is intimidate people. Right. But that's, you know, that's, believe it or not, though, the only reason why the enemy is able to intimidate people, come on, God, is intimidate people is when he doesn't see God. There you go. Okay, because if he sees Jesus, he's intimidated. That's right. But, if, but when people start operating in fear, then all of a sudden the enemy is not concerned with you anymore because what he sees in you is you. So you're not a threat. So now all of a sudden you don't, you're not resisting the enemy. He's actually putting you under his feet. And, and, and so we're in a place right now where we've got to get, get in that place, Lisa. The body of Christ has to get into the place of confidence. Come on. In knowing what's coming, what's going to take place, and who wins. That's right. Um, and not, it doesn't matter what we see. When it, when things are not dictated, and I'm not moved by what I see. I'm moved by what I hear. That's what Jesus says. I only do what I see my father doing, and I only say what I hear my father speaking. So yep. when the Lord has already said, it will be well, yeah, there's going to be opposition, and there's going to be stuff again. There's, going to be, there's always going to be warfare. But you've mm. got to have that confidence to know. That's why some people, Lisa, when they left Egypt, and they, after 400 years of bondage, some made it, some didn't. Right. Everyone was destined to make it. Right. Many didn't because they lost hope. When, G when Moses went up to the mountaintop to pray and left the people, there was many that had the confidence that he would come back down. And many didn't. And you got to get it. Those are the people that you, that you can see that, that have the confidence, Christ, because they're hearing the voice. Come on. They're hearing that still small voice and that pilot light is on. And it's, I'm just going to trust the Lord. I don't care what I see. It doesn't, I don't need to see anything with my natural eyes. It's what he's saying to me and what I know what he's saying. And in the midst of crisis and midst of storms, I mean, it's, we're, we're in a place right now where the body of Christ is being tested more than it's ever been tested before to see what you're really made of. This is where the rubber meets the road and your character is truly visible to others and the enemy right now has been having a heyday in the body of Christ, but that's soon coming to a close as well. Come on. Okay. So if you are interested in finding John Natale's, um, all of his prophecies, you can go to johnnatale.wordpress.com. You can see all of his prophecies. You can also, he uh, does his Facebook. You can also find him on Facebook. So you can go follow him there. You can also see, I think you also put your videos on johnnatale.wordpress.com, yep. correct? Mm -hmm. Awesome. And I'm, I'm, all on Facebook, yeah. I am so excited. So after he wins... Let's have you come back and we'll do a, we'll do a victory touch by prayer. <laughs> that would be super. Would that be fun? That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Thank you, John. I know you have to thank run, you. so I'm going to let you go. So thank you so much for coming on and have a very blessed evening. And I will see you after November 3rd. God bless you, everybody. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay, guys. Thank you so much for coming on and for listening to this. I hope that you guys are excited because Holy moly, we got we got some work to do. It's not time for us to shrink back, but it's time for us to step forward. It's time for us to start taking back our land. I I, I today um uh, I did this uh, uh, a periscope. If you want to follow me on periscope, um I do a, 
a periscope called Crown Chats and it's uh, conversations from a heavenly perspective. But um, what I really felt, it's time for us to go back and it's time for us to start taking back our land. It's time for us to start marching forward. It's time for us to stop telling, you know, stop listening to what the enemy is saying. And just like John was saying, you know, that we just need to stay fixed and focused on the author and finisher of every perfect work, because you know what? God is in this. God is in this. God is behind this. He does not want us to just shrivel up and perish. He wants us to produce and he wants us to go forward. And guess what? He has a huge harvest. I mean, huge, huge harvest. And he's counting on us. He's counting on us. So he's not getting rid of America. Sorry. So I'm just letting you know that because this harvest is coming and this harvest is going to be good. And just remember that we as the body, as the intercessors, as the, the remnant is rising up and taking our, our place, there's something that is shifting and you can feel it. I've been feeling the shift. So get excited. The best is yet to come. The best is yet to come. So I hope that this has excited you. I hope that this is going to put a little bit of a giddy up in your step because I am telling you, where, where's my thing? Ah, that, four more years, baby. Four more years. I know it's going to be sad for some people, but I'm just telling you the best is yet to come. And the Lord even said to me, he says that after the truth comes out, that people will see that he truly is a righteous man. And that is my biggest hope. That's my biggest prayer is that people can actually see the heart of this man because I have spent hours and hours praying for him and I can see what the Lord has shown me. And he really is. He really is a righteous man and he really loves our country. So keep him in prayers. Keep John Natale in prayers. Keep all of the people who are on the front lines in prayers because there are a lot of people who are called digital soldiers who are out there, who are trying to get the truth out there, who are trying to get you guys encouraged that are trying to just be that that cheerleader and saying that we still, we're gonna win. So just keep those in prayers. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope this has blessed you. Next week, I am taking... I am taking next Tuesday off because I'm getting ready for the, my daddy's girl conference. That's right. In New Jersey, you have until Friday to sign up. So if you still are interested in coming to daddy's girl, it's going to be the 18th, 19th and 20th. It's called following the fire. It is going to be power packed. It is going to be incredible. I have a uh, Debbie Kitterman, Kelly McCann, I have um, Robin Fields, myself, I have uh, Tiffany Barney, I have Kimberly Berg, and we are going to bring the fire. The fire is going to come down in New Jersey, and the Lord told me that the fire is starting. So get excited. The best is coming. So thank you guys for tuning in. Remember to go out and touch someone.